Hey, what's going on, guys? Welcome. My name is Cody, and you're listening to The Stutterer. And for this episode, I wanted to continue leading on from the last episode that I've done, talking about realizing your own potential by knowing that you're exactly where you are right now and everything you're doing at the moment, all the failures you've experienced and the success that's come from it has made you better throughout all of your life. And most people really don't think about that or acknowledge it in a world built on perfection. And for this episode, it's going to get a bit deeper and more complex as far as the way, the reason that people need to believe in themselves in the grand scheme of existential design and knowing what purpose you have all in all. And it really comes down to a lot of my understanding and what I learned for most of my life was built on history, linguistics, and telling stories. And it's a lot... There's so much of this life that you really can't tell by rules or face value it's through demonstration and uh, and observation it's seeing those virtues and ideas play out and seeing the results and that's why history i realized was so important is because the purpose of history is to look back to continue the greater legacies and also to correct the mistakes of the past, but there's the old saying that history repeats itself because each generation goes through their own kind of life cycle. They really learn in their own way. Even if they heard it, they have to see it and know it for themselves. And then in that sense, however, especially for all of us living right now with the current political environment, world events and everything, you'd think the world was losing its mind. Like we're going down the rabbit hole where it just continues to become more and more unbelievable until you don't know how you'll ever be able to get back. And that I feel is the reason that biblical teaching and understanding is more important than any education you can have. But with society, they see it in the wrong light, thinking that it's just a certain list of laws. You don't do this, don't do that. But it's understanding the context and design of how they kind of speak about all of these stories and ideas the, the way the Israelites spoke of history, they didn't have the same recording methods that we do now where we can write it down on computers or have it logged away. How they told their history, for the exception of prophecy that was held and protected by the Pharisees, the way they told their history was by strict and very closely guarded um told and shared history where it would be spread among the people and they would speak of their own accounts of the same story and they were so closely knit 
where if anyone would fabricate or fluff different ideas, everybody would find out about that and your reputation would be diminished. It was very, very serious to them that you do not say anything that is outside of the truth. Because I believe there was, um, no, I know, I think there was over 18 books that were intended to be put into the Bible that were all basically omitted and edited out simply for the reason that their councils said that there's information in it that would, that actually glorified some of the information. Like it, it added details that are in bad taste. They wanted it to be so close to the truth and at its own telling that they would be very strict on which parts they would include and which ones they wouldn't. And all of biblical history is told as one long story. And there's a reason for that, the way it's designed that way. It's because from the very beginning, the Lord designed this entire existence and creation to be one story from beginning to end. And everything that followed in suit is designed in a way where this story has been unfolding since the beginning of time and is all leading up to a climax where all of it becomes a, cul a culmination of every second that passes, me speaking right now, everything around you is all for a greater purpose. But it becomes a lot more complicated than that because most people only think then with, because I know personally they would say, well, then if my situation is terrible, if we're living in bad circumstances, then that would be the Lord's fault. Well, the reason that it's important to understand biblical history and prophecy is to understand kind of like almost like a science. You have to understand why things are the way they are and know why history has unfolded the way it has because all of it has been one long rescue mission by the Lord since the beginning of time that has all been building up and structuring itself to be able to give us a greater chance than ever right now to repent and receive salvation. And it becomes a very complicated topic, which I will talk more on, but it's all based around the Trinity the Father, Son, the, whole, the Holy Spirit. And these days with movies and video games and all these things, you would know the idea of different time dimensions where there's different aspects of the Lord in different, in different characters, all the same person, but all meant for different, um, I guess, realms, I'd say, because... God is the all-seeing, all-powerful God. He is the king of all creation. He knows the, as it said in, in Revelation, he knows the book of seals from beginning to end. He already knows how this is going to end. And he's structuring it all together to be one perfect result. And then there's Christ, which is where a lot of it's hard to really understand the difference because G Jesus was 
is God, but he is in human form. So therefore, he understands everything through our eyes. And when he speaks to God, he is actually praying to him and in bond with him because he is in flesh and therefore separated from God's power. So he is God in human form. But I'm, I need to back up and explain the story of the Bible and how it all began, because at the very beginning, you would all know the Lord created the heavens and the earth. It's all, it was all made to be a perfect paradise for him to have pleasure in seeing all of creation thrive and, and live. And all of it was built for us, for us to live in the Garden of Eden, a perfect world where we could experience the goodness of the Lord. And... We all know they had the great sin where they betrayed him and then learned of good good and, and evil. And later it was said that God was walking through the garden trying to find them and they revealed themselves and showed that they had sinned and now have corrupted that purity and have let sin, sin enter the world. And it said that he was shocked, like he... He didn't know they would do it, but that's where the Trinity comes in because I believe that that was Christ in human form because he's always been there. But the cross was the final sacrifice that he gave in our place that we would be free from sin. So he can, so he still existed and he was surprised, but in essence, if God was the all seeing and he wanted his creation to love him, you can't force that choice. You have to make a choice. That is real love is when you choose to walk the right path. And he, I believe that he knew they had to make that sin. And he told them not to go to that tree because he knew they would do it. They were tempted when he said not to which was all for, ironically, a greater good, because then the choices we make to be better are then that much more impactful. And Christ was there. It, um, he was there with them in the garden, and he was shocked by their choice, which then corrupted the world and sent the world into darkness, where for hundreds of years, it just became chaos, where everything was killing one another. There's the story of Cain and Abel where the Lord still had mercy and protected them. But there came a point in the story of Noah when the sin had grown so great and terrible that he was so close to just thinking that all of it should be destroyed. But he decided to spare Noah, who was the one person who still had that capacity of good and wanted to restart all of it and give them a second chance, which then ensued the great flood. So from then on, he established Abraham to lead him to establish the beginnings of Israel 
And then time went by and they were then enslaved by the, the Egyptians, which was the story of Moses on how they'd been. And see when he, uh, um, let me back up with, with Abraham, God made him a promise that he was going to make a great nation of all of his descendants. He made a promise that he will lead them to the promised land. His one chosen people that would create a new hope, a new generation, and to stand as basically the flag in a world that is corrupted. He made that promise. And he led them to the path they were supposed to go and protected them all the way all the way to the end of Abraham's life and they and then the Israelites began to lose their way and because they did not obey the Lord led them to the enslavement the enslavement of their people by the Egyptians and through Moses the Lord heard their cries and decided to save them because he made them a promise, which then ironically Moses was a stutterer and through his, his work of irony and showing his greatness, he chose him to speak before Pharaoh and free his people. And for, sorry, I'm stuttering for Egypt's, worship of other gods and their mockery of the Lord. Most people don't know that each plague he sent on them was a demonstration of each of their gods. He was mocking them and showing how his power is greater than any of them. And they shall never be greater than, than the Lord almighty. And then he proceeded to lead the Israelites out, split the red sea, destroyed their like destroyed Egypt's armies and continued them on the path to where they were supposed to go. And shortly after, God gave Moses the Ten Commandments to lead them and to direct them. Which after Moses passed, Joshua took, took his place and he was, a, he was the general for the Israelites, which led to Jericho. And eventually led to the story of King David, the establishment of the kingdom of Jeru- of Jer- of Jeru- Jerusalem Solomon which is one of the greatest kings in known history king solomon was and really past that point is when the lord is true he's truly established the kingdom that he promised them which is the split between the old testament and the new testament the old testament was the Lord leading his chosen people against all odds to to a place where they could build a legacy and inheritance that constantly showed the Lord's legacy to establish eventually Jesus's coming. A strong bloodline chosen by the Lord that's established by his name. And the reason that Christ only came past that point was because God had to rule with with an iron fist. He had to be God to show them 
to show a people who were lost that they have to follow him if they want to live. They have to follow it so strictly and adamantly and trust and believe in him that his promises will never fail. And once that kingdom was established and that strength and that power hold was finally given to them so they could thrive, the Lord knew, like this is all, this was all planned by the predestiny, like just a book of creation from beginning to end. The reason that Christ then had to come was because he knew you couldn't, you, you can't form a bond with someone when they don't see you and you've bled with them. You've experienced it on the pain of this world with them. And the Lord also knew that they were bound by the debt of sin through the old Testament with each and every sin, you had to make a sacrifice, a blood sacrifice so that your life wouldn't be indebted. It was, they were blood debts where the Israelites would sacrifice the first of their flocks. They would sacrifice the first of their crops. They would give everything in reverence to the Lord, thanking him for the promises that he's established and bless their people and, and their future generations. And the Lord knew that that bond, well, that those chains, that, that bond of sin where you, they truly couldn't be free until the final debt was paid, which was Christ. And by the time Jerusalem was established, the glory of God was known throughout all of the nations. And now it was time to not just keep it exclusively to the, Is the Israelites, but to spread to the whole world to show them that they are worthy to if they would repent of their, of their sins. The Lord was trying. He was saving all the world, but it takes time to establish that in a world that's broken. So the Old Testament was establishing Jerusalem and the strength of the Israelites, the bloodline of Isaac, Jacob, and, and, and David. And so when the time of Christ came, the time of the Old Testament, the time of the New Testament, it was a time of transition to finally have the Lord reveal himself as a man. Not just for the sacrifice of sin, but to live a full life experiencing all of the struggles of this life with them. So the Lord could show them that he truly feels and wants what we do. He knows our pain. He knows our losses, but also wants to show the power that he has over life itself, which was the demonstration of all the, uh, of all the miracles. It was to show that he does not want to sit up on the throne forever and just have people feel like they're less. He wanted to show them that he wants to form a bond of friendship with them. And that takes showing himself as a man and experiencing it. And then finally having the final um, blood debt paid by taking all of that 
all of that punishment, those burdens, and and everything those generations have done by giving himself as a sacrifice so the devil would believe that he has destroyed the Lord and now all hope is lost. And then the Lord showed his power worthless by then raising himself from the dead. And by that, it quite literally broke the hold that sin had over our lives because sin mandated that we were bound to death. There was no salvation. We were meant to die because now our souls have been split from the Lord. And by the sacrifice of Jesus Christ, it broke that bond and now gave us free access to the the Holy Spirit. And I can talk more about the Trinity, but in the easiest way to explain it, the Holy Spirit is the inner working between all creation and God. And like his purpose could not flow without the Holy Spirit. It is the unseen, ever moving power of God that flows through all of creation that keeps it in a perfect, really just in a perfect form. And as we were made in his image, we were designed to have in association with the Holy Spirit. But because of sin, we were, we were kept away from that. We were exiled. And we could not have a relationship with God. So by Christ's sacrifice, it broke, um, like quite literally, the, the, the picture of it was that it broke the veil. It tore down the wall of sin. And now we were free to live as one with the, whole, the Holy Spirit with God as long as we realize that Christ God is the only way to live by following him, living for his promises, following his laws. It wasn't a forced choice. It's telling them that you are now free to make a choice, whether you will live or you will die. You, he did it out of love because when you make that choice, it's even more powerful. You can't force it. He wanted us to have a choice. And and in the grand scheme of creation, all of us, every single one of us has a part to play in that grand design. And right now, people could even say that we're living toward the end of this story where the Lord will finally reveal himself and finally claim, claim victory. And up to now, why things have unraveled the way they have, I don't know. But seeing the history of the Bible and knowing that the Lord has led us through all of this, he's doing everything in his power to save us. And this earth, because it was corrupted by sin, the devil is the prince of this earth. He rules over the flesh. So we're in a constant war between the light and the dark. And you have to make a choice to be able to live, but you have to stand before God and say that your power is greater than anything I could ever muster on my own. And knowing that he's going to use you in a grand purpose to truly change nations. 
the way that Jonah caused one of the greatest revivals in the world in in I'm stuttering in Nineveh, which is still to this day one of the greatest revivals, even above Paul the Apostle. Everything in the New Testament past the account of Christ was Paul telling of the greatness of the Lord and what is to come. And then revelations is the, is the prophecy and showing of how this will all play out into one final victory that you can be a part of as long as you accept that the Lord is God overall. And, and I know I've unpacked a lot, Trust me, I've been, before I recorded this, I was trying to prepare myself to be able to say it the best way that I could. And, and, and in the future, I can go back on it over and over and can further talk about the, the Trinity and how that all plays together. But the point that I'm making is that all of this creation has been for one purpose, and that is to show the greatness of the Lord, to overcome all odds, to to pierce the darkness and break us free from the pain that we've lived in all our lives. And it's not to say that everything becomes perfect, because really a true Christian knows that This world is still broken and pain will come, but it's knowing all of that pain and seeing the Lord's light through it all. That is a true Christian. It's not the Christian who's perfect. And like the Pharisees believing that just following the rules makes them a good Christian or for them a Jew, but it doesn't. And Christ called them out on that. He's like, he directly told them that all of that is worthless because it's not in love. He made the laws to lead us, but the purpose of them is for the greater good of saving lives. It's why when they all wanted to stone the woman who committed adultery by their laws, he that's why he had to come is because they had the wrong idea. It wasn't about just strictly following the law. It was the heart of it, the reason why. And he came and told them, those who have not sinned will throw the first stone. And they couldn't because they all have. And people have this wrong idea about Christianity, thinking that it's all about the judgment. But that's not at all what God wanted. It is saying he loves you. He wants you to live, but you have to make a choice. And this world is torn apart by chaos. And he wants to lead you out of it the same way he led the Israelites to a better place. And it takes time and dedication and focus, but it's trusting in him. Like the story of when Jesus was walking on the water and Peter saw him and Jesus told him to come and he stepped out into the water and he became scared. And the minute he lost faith, he fell into the water. And Christ pulled him out and said, why, why do you doubt? Why do you lose faith? And he tells us to look directly at him and to focus on him and know that he's going to get us through this, no matter what it is. 
he won't let he won't let the waters take us he won't let them over overcome us he is greater than all of it but it takes accepting his plan accepting what he wants for you and he can't make that choice for you because it wouldn't be out of love he wants you to live he wants you to be better the best version of you and it's knowing that instilled purpose and power that you have over your own life and what he can make you by completing that purpose in you. That is the greatest victory of all, but it's understanding and knowing why all of this is the way it is, trusting in God and then following him as he has told us to. And I'll lead more about each specific aspect, how to explain it, because it's a lot to talk about, and I know that. But I wanted to make this episode to unravel it the best way I can. So I'll see y'all on the next episode. Thank y'all for listening. And I will talk to you soon. And make sure to support us. You can subscribe for monthly support. I've made sure that the, the page is free. And until y'all find it in your heart to support us, because I want you all to hear it and know that I want the best for all of this. It's why that I started. It's why I, st- I started this page. And we hope to do um, great things with it. Thank you for listening, and I will talk to you all soon.